0: sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. I want to talk to you guys about the two main reasons why you need to have uh, your resume in the best shape that you could possibly be in, and it's not what you think it is. Okay, most people think that they need to have a really really good resume because that's what they're going to use to apply for these jobs and submit these applications online and then that's going to be the thing that gets them the interview, right? In reality, Nowadays, especially if you're going for a top firm, they get so many different applications For every single job opening if all you're doing is you have a very very good resume like this resume you see on screen right now um, is one that I marked up for one of my clients um, but If you just have a good resume, and that's what you have even when you submit that Chances are you're not going to get selected for an interview because they get so many they, they literally get thousands and not tens of thousands sometimes hundreds of thousands of resumes, right? So you just slip through the cracks. So really the two main reasons why you need good resumes are actually one, first and foremost, it's to set yourself up for an easier time when it comes to networking. Because one of the first challenges that people have when it comes to networking with bankers is they reach out to the banker, And then the bankers don't respond right and a lot of times the bankers don't respond there's a lot of different reasons why bankers don't respond like maybe you're not saying the right things when you're reaching out maybe you're not writing the email the right way but one of the biggest things for why bankers actually don't respond in my experience is because the candidate that's reaching out to them their resume is either not up to par Um, and the same thing i lumped into linkedin profile too like if their linkedin profile is not fully optimized the banker is not going to respond because they're they're very very busy right they're trying to decide every time they get these emails and they get these networking emails all the time they're trying to decide is this someone that's worth me spending 20 to 30 30 minutes of my time talking to right and if you come across as the type of candidate that hey even if i talk to this person you know i give them some advice they're just not going to be able to get this job because they're not qualified or they don't look good on paper then it's nothing personal but they're just not going to want to Waste your time talking. That's one, honestly, one of the biggest reasons why um, people get such low response rates. So, if you've been struggling with getting responses to your networking outreach, the first place that you might want to check out is your resume and your LinkedIn profile. Are those two things in good shape? Okay, so that's the first thing. The second reason why you need to make sure your resume is in the right place or in a good place is because your resume is going to be what sets the tone for the interview, right? It's, it's the first impression that the interviewer has of you when you sit down, when you walk into that uh, that room before they even uh, seen you or met you or before you guys even shake hands, they're already sitting there waiting for you with their resume in front of them and they're already making a determination of, hey, like, what do I think of this person, right? And are they impressive or not? Are they not impressive? And so first impression is super, super important, but also, when the interviewer is asking you questions during the interview, they're going to go off of the content that's on your resume to decide what they want to ask you and what direction they want to go in, right? And so, by being strategic about what you include on your resume and what you don't include on your resume, you can actually essentially steer the interviewer in the direction that you want them to go in, right? And this this is down to the little things like which experiences you write about first, or which bullet points within each section that you write about first, right? There's little nuances like that that you can optimize to try to get the interviewers to ask you about certain things and not others, right? Or to ask to have the interviewers um, pay more attention to one thing or another, or like how much real estate you give something uh, on your resume that matters too, right? And so you want to steer um, the interviewer to your most relevant experiences. You want to steer the interviewer to your most impressive experiences. And more importantly, you want to steer the interview towards experiences that you're actually comfortable talking about. Because a lot of times I see students put stuff on their resume just because they think it makes the resume look good, but then they actually don't have anything to say about it or they don't know it very well because they didn't actually do the work. That's one of the biggest mistakes you can make when it comes to your resume. OK, so hopefully I've given you a new point of view on what your resume is actually being used for in reality. And that way you can optimize your resume the right way. OK? Thanks for listening to this episode